Hello. Uh, I think it's been, what, two months since we last did a Tiswan Wachi episode. Um, yeah, probably Shami's fault, and thankfully she's on leave. Uh, and we've replaced her with uh, Unique Simuto from Heart uh, and Soul TV. Uh, hi, Unique. Hey, how are you doing? Good, thanks. How are you? I'm very well. And Ed is also here, just if anyone was wondering. I'm actually thinking how Shami is going to chop your head off when <laughs> she comes back. But oh well. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's gonna be interesting. I can't wait until she hears this and and, and it's like you guys left me out. And I'm like, but you were on leave, so I, I, I don't I don't know what she wants me to do. So um today we oh, dragged yeah. unique into a conversation about um the ups and downs of social media. So like all of us have been online, uh pre-pandemic, post-pandemic, and I don't know about you guys, but I've kind of seen a shift in like post-pandemic, like not post-pandemic, because we're not past it, but um during pandemic social media probably has gotten a little bit more toxic is it just me or you know you guys have seen it too um you're definitely right it has um it has its different levels of toxicity if that's how you pronounce it but anyway um I think for me personally, um, dealing with a lot of young people and um, just looking from a development, youth development perspective, there's been a lot of fake news going around. Um, I think dealing with uh, COVID-19, um, that's, I think, one of the major issues that we've had, whereby people don't know what to believe and who to believe at the end of the day. So um, just looking at when COVID-19 began, um, we had, you know, the older generation obviously gets COVID-19 and they're more susceptible to it. And um, young people don't get COVID-19. Uh, young people kept going out, having a good time until, you know, we started seeing videos of young people actually falling sick and some actually dying um, because of COVID-19. Uh, that was very scary. And then we we sort of went on um, another level of, okay, yes, now we know that young people can get a COVID-19, but your friend, um, can, can your friend give you COVID-19? So there's just been a lot of um, misinformation around COVID-19. And I, um, it's definitely been very toxic. Um, and of course, we can then discuss about the vaccine. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to even... Um, get my own family to go and get vaccinated i got vaccinated last week well uh, first, first jab um but you know a lot of people like you got vaccinated what if you start speaking chinese oh goodness you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know um oh but, <laughs> exactly and i think that's how social media for me has really been talked i mean we can talk about other things but for me um looking from a health perspective it's just been a lot especially for young people so yeah, mm. and Edwin, Mr. Mm. Social Media. I think itself. like it's uh, for, for. I'm well. I'm not that. I, I'm on the active on WhatsApp, man. Like yeah, and Twitter, <laughs> and Twitter. Like but, I see uh, all the time. Just don't even lie. <laughs> Speaking of Twitter, Twitter is crazy, man. Like so, so Twitter has always been a savage place to be. Um, mm. But COVID just made it a lot worse. Because I, I'm, I'm thinking that it's because of a lot of free time that people have now. So they follow the threads and, you know, for a bit of some entertainment, they then, uh, they then go all the way savage on Twitter. It's, 
yeah it's it's been crazy like it's been so crazy to the point where sometimes i'm afraid of posting stuff there because i'm like if i thought this through well enough so yeah it's 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 been crazy like twitter has been crazy but i've been loving instagram for some reason like instagram has been ah man not to sound too like bougie but like it's it's sound it, it's been like a ray of hope because like people they are pretty positive it's like the opposite of twitter i think i should remove dark mode on my twitter because it's just so dark but yeah like uh instagram instagram's all right like i just go there and just look at the post there it's it's okay it's all right but in general toxicity is just this is just out there man like i don't know why people are so salty but yeah like you can't you can't really just walk around these uh, like social media streets and not get um judged from head to toe like for for reasons that you you kind of sometimes want to ask the people on social media like who did what to you man like come let's talk because you're not okay. <laughs> yeah, but you, you know, I, I, I actually think most of these people, I mean, uh, you're right. I'm just going back to what you're saying. Like, are you okay? And why are you attacking all these people? People, I mean, act like they act like bullies on social media. I think it's um, a platform of any social media platform. It's a platform where you can become what you actually aren't in real life, which is sad um, and a, a, a good thing sometimes. But I think there is some toxic level because at the end of the day, I mean, we have some people that have serious confidence issues in real life that haven't dealt with those actual issues yet they can be very confident they can attack people um online which is very toxic and very unhealthy so i don't even know where that comes from um i'm not very active um i mean i'm partly active on twitter very active on facebook and i think for me um i've i've always i mean it's it's just basically my mantra i don't uh, share my personal life on any of the social media platforms um i guess that's just me because i i do believe that it can become toxic people want to know okay if you've posted i'm i'm not yet married if you post your boyfriend mm. and you start posting him after uh 3 months they want to know what happened and i don't think i'm ready to, to <laughs> explain all of that and yeah yeah, I, I definitely feel you there. I think, like, uh, I'll start with the, with the COVID stuff you talked about because that has been, like, part of my experience as well because uh, I know people who are pretty much COVID deniers and they mm. post these crazy things. And I'm like, like, have you seen the videos from the COVID wards, like from the ICUs? Like, yeah. there's no way the world can stage this. And to what benefit and to what end? The hundreds of thousands of people have died and you're mm-hmm. out there on your handle talking nonsense instead of you know admitting your own ignorance and just keeping quiet you are now perpetuating this um what can i say this mess of you know untruths to people who don't really need them people who don't know people actually genuinely seeking information and you are you're giving them this angle um to go on and it's it's weird because uh just to touch on what you and ed spoke about it's like people are looking for an identity online and they're looking for the most, you know, um, what can I say, the most hardcore, uh, the one that grabs the most attention, 
Uh, I think it also feeds into the likes and retweet stuff as well and the engagement they get from people they don't know. Because I think COVID has definitely made people more into keyboard warriors. People, like what you said, Unique, like people are seriously more confident online or will go to lengths online they wouldn't do in real life, which is strange. Like, it's like, why would you? Like, like is, is there something wrong that, that you need to talk about? And in most cases, I think it's just a case of people like just needing someone they can actually talk to and people don't know how to ask for help. So they look for an outlet and I feel like it's social media. They're like, yeah, no. And it's worse now. Like it's, it's like, I, I, I don't even scroll Twitter anymore. Like the only reason I open Twitter is to see people who've sent me DMs or have added me, but to scroll through each, I'm, I'm, I'm good. I've seen enough. Uh, and even if you, if you unfollow the people, it's still pretty bad. And I can't imagine what it's like for a public figure like you, Unique, where people generally know who you are and yeah, yeah, that must not be fun. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, you're definitely right. Um, it isn't. Um, I think that's why I have uh, sort of set boundaries as to um, what I post and what I don't post. Um, you know, um, over the past two years, um, being in the, and you know, I don't even consider myself as that, but you know, sometimes when then you, you walk in the street and it's like, oh, you're that girl mm. um, from, you know, Heart and Soul, or, or you used to uh, have a TV program on, on, on ZBC and all that. That's when you realize that people are actually following. Um, over the past uh, few years, having conversations, especially with young women and just, you know, young people around, you know, cyberbullying and all that, you get to uh, realize that there's something called social uh, media etiquette. You know, what should you post? What shouldn't you post? Are you not exposing yourself too much? And I guess, I think from, from an earlier age, I, I, I wasn't really keen on, on sharing uh, the nitty gritty bits of my life. Um, um, I want people to um, see me in, in, in a sort of a, 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 a perspective that I want them to see me. So for example, People know that if you are going online, if you go on LinkedIn, if you go on Facebook, if you go on Twitter, um, Unique is a development practitioner and she's a producer presenter. She will help you get the job done. She will communicate for change. And that's really all I want people to know, <laughs> okay? Um, I don't want to uh, share, you know, the other stuff about my life, like, oh, okay, um, so I'm so in love or... Uh, <laughs> Gosh, I, I don't know. I don't know. That, that's just who I am. I mean, there are other people who are very comfortable with sharing their lives, which is great. I think they're in that comfortable space. But I believe with uh, the social media etiquette that, that I have, I don't really want to expose myself. That's why, you know, if a person is going to get in touch with me, they know that I, I'm getting in touch with Unique because I want a, a program. I want her to uh, sort of um, create a digital strategy. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel for you though. Like, um, especially in like, I need not even for you for all of us. Like in this age of everybody shares their relationships. Like, I will not lie. I, I'm jealous sometimes. I'm like, eh, yeah, you found your one. But I'm like, I'm not like, I'm not the kind of person to be putting it up like online like that. Because once you then put it up like that, you've just invited everyone to be a part of it, like exactly. unwittingly. And it's a mess. Like mm-hmm. when things go bad, people will just be like, oh, what does it I'm like, brah, like it wasn't even about you to begin with. Like, I'm cool with people who like to share that kind of stuff. Like, I get it. But for me, it's like, eh, 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 eh. like I I maybe it's like uh, like being super self-conscious or over self-conscious, but I feel like like you, like the things that um 
I don't need people to know about me about. Like if you go to my Twitter, it's just generally mm-hmm. opinions about football, politics, not even just retweets. Like just it's me just uh I, I, there's a, there's no nice way to say this so i have to swear it's like shit posting i'm just posting right. things that i find funny fun it's not offensive it's not this and it's just you know like things that are going around so it's not um I, i've never ever thought about you know saying that oh no i'm in this you know deep state of whatever or i'm going out with this person or posting a picture with someone because i just feel like even if i've got 200 followers you've just invited those 200 people to have an opinion about something they shouldn't and exactly. even though they shouldn't they will take it upon themselves or some of them will, some of them don't care, but some of them will be like, ah, you know what, why is he doing this? And for what reason? They don't seem like a good fit, etc. I'm just like, Eesh. yeah, you know, cause I've seen people do that. Like I've seen people do that to people's accounts and I'm like, yo, um, none of your business. Like <laughs> really none of, none of your business. And speaking to Ed, I've never seen Ed posting stuff like that. So I'm guessing we're three is a company. <laughs> yep. Um, yeah, uh, I think I used to back then and I just decided to stop. So it's one of those things where you're like, ah, oh, man, it's so exciting right now that I just got to something. something. Uh, but it then, it then gets to a point where you're like, but for what? I mean, my fun, it's not their fun. Yeah. They don't need to know. So, so it got to that point where I'm like, okay, uh, I don't. I don't think I'm gone. And it was platform specific as well. But then I was like, yeah, we won't, we won't do this anymore because uh, people that need to know already know and I value their feedback. That's why they know. So yeah, not, not really, you know, not really posting about it doesn't mean things aren't going well. My end, um, mm. they're going, they're going well. It's just mm-hmm. that I don't, I don't want to show it. I don't want to put it out there. Um, and just like Valentine, I guess that's that's pretty much what I do online. I look for memes and that's what I, yeah, that's me on social media, looking for memes and posting my photography photos because, well, yeah, like I think we can share that. That looks cool. <laughs> so, mm. so yeah, yeah, social media etiquette. I like, I like how it is there. Like, um, uh, how you put it unique when you're saying you, if you don't need to put it out there don't put it because mm. again to someone who's just following you for the sake of or someone who's friends with you it's it kind of forces their hand as well to you know contribute to whatever it is that's been posted there and depending on their mood for the day yeah it's it's tricky like i, I would see some some zim celebs posting their stuff on twitter and man, the stuff that would then get pulled out on them because of just that one post, I mean, I don't think it's something that they would have expected and they would have thought would attract such attention to them. But yeah, like um, it's, uh, it's not a safe space, this, this social media thing. <laughs> Um, you know what, Ed, I, I love the fact that you talk about the relevant people getting, um, giving you the relevant feedback. So the relevant, the relevant people are the people that uh, actually deserve to know. Because I, I think at the end of the day, if you um, uh, let everyone in, 
there has to be a why in everything that we do, right? I mean, mm. um, you yeah. know, like we, we've always been taught, I mean, uh, get to know your why in life and whatever. And there has to be a purpose as to why you're posting a certain uh, picture or you're posting a certain a message of which I, I think, you know, it's, it's pretty sad. Millennials or the, you know, just uh, the younger generation, they don't really understand their why. Um, um, talking about, you know, social media becoming toxic. I mean, Ed and Valentine, just imagine a situation where you are actually, you've um, gone for an interview and you have a great job um, and a great future ahead of you. And, you know, when people start Googling about you or when they go on your social media uh, platforms, you know, they start seeing yeah, all this unnecessary crazy stuff that, um, you know, a, a certain person would have been posting and all of that. And that could possibly affect, you know, your professional life or, or, or whatever. So I really think that at the end of the day, you need to ask yourself, why? Why am I posting? As in you guys just basically put it out there and say, look, we're just having a good time on social media, nothing personal. You know, we're not... Um, insulting anyone but we, we're just really retweeting and and posting um but a lot of celebrities actually live for that mm. you know that's the thing like um well I, i'm not gonna say any names but please you say know, names they, please say names please <laughs> <laughs> um but i i think you know they live for that sort of attention so they will post something to get the numbers and Unfortunately, I, mean, I, was ha- I was having a conversation with a friend of mine and, you know, we, we ask ourselves, what sort of a society or community do we live in? Um, if I'm going to post about, you know, maybe cycling and die or COVID-19 um, uh, results for that spe- specific day or the stats for that specific day, I'll probably get five likes. But if I'm going to probably post a, a half naked picture of myself or insult someone, I'm going to get a hundred or a thousand likes or a thousand retweets. I, I don't know. Maybe you guys can explain that to me. What does this even say about our society? Are we talking about ignorance or being shallow or people are basically just using social media as a, as a scapegoat, you know, the way they can just chill. I don't know. Mm. I, I've actually been been looking into this a little bit. Like, um, so I was talking to a friend today this afternoon, and we're talking about that whole TB Joshua thing on YouTube, like his "Pray the Gay Away" stuff, um, which is very, very unfortunate. And I'm I'm thankful that YouTube took it down. But like we went about it, and I was like, you know what? People have found a way to monetize infamy. So in this world, being famous is one thing, and being infamous is pretty much the same now because the attention that you draw is kind of currency now. So. Like people who then post half naked pictures of themselves to get likes, even prominent people who do that to get likes, it's just to gain that traction to to keep yourself in 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 uh, in, in relevance or in relevancy of of of, of public consciousness. I guess it, it is is what it is. So they do that, I think, just to maintain that social capital that they're on social media. You will see them; they will get those likes, and I think that draws corporates as well or, or some corporate organizations because, like, some people don't really have standards as to who they're going to sponsor and for what reason. As long mm. as you have eyes on you, man, they will give you all the money, all the endorsements you like, and that's fed into that culture. So it's made it even worse now that we are moving online. So everyone now is looking for a hustle, and if you're moderately famous and you want to blow up, you have to do something controversial. 
because like nobody's out here looking for the merits of your worth your good deeds nobody's out there looking for that Mm. people want you to do crazy stuff and when you do crazy stuff you then garner the attention and then you get all the tabloids writing about you and trust me someone's going to come up to you and be like yeah you need know, i'm not gonna I, i'm not saying you'll do this nick but i'm just using it as an example like you need yeah we've got a 15k deal for you to you know be our brand ambassador or something like that so it's it's, it's working like that in the west i've seen a lot of that on youtube in the west a bit in south africa a bit and in zim i'm seeing it creeping in as well that companies aren't so much concerned about you know you as a person and what you're doing, they're more concerned about how they can monetize your image and your 15 minutes for them to maximize their their output, which is, I think, sad. And it's feeding into this whole, you know, toxic cycle because their kids, young boys and young men, I, I'm still young. I, I, what am I saying? Um, young people, <laughs> young-ish, young people who then look up to these people and try to emulate mm. that on these platforms. And, you know, I, I listen, you, you know, your life is your own, but the damage it will do now that because a friend of mine in Canada was saying um, that companies now look at your social media accounts as part of your yeah. interview process, like what you were saying. Yeah. So it's, yeah. Yeah. Either get a burner account or, you know, at stay clean. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. <laughs> and I love like how you mentioned controversy there, because that's one thing I, I, I kind of picked up from just dancing in these streets is Controversy is what attracts um, the numbers. So for those mm. that are looking for the numbers, for the eyeballs, just do something controversial, eh? Just, you know, leaks and make something leak or, you know, like post half-naked pics or, you know, burn someone on Twitter. Like, uh, and it becomes, a, it becomes a toxic digital society in itself because in the end, because unfortunately of the pandemic and like you said, everyone's looking for a hustle. Everyone's trying to have some form of controversy that will make them stand out to some extent. And if everyone is doing that, then the whole society becomes toxic. And it's, it's, it's something that kind of got people to say, you know what? I, I don't think I enjoy watching the news anymore because of, similar things like that where you're like the stuff that makes the news is always either the negative the bad or the controversial stuff and it's happening on social media as well in the sense that wherever you go like there are some companies that are actually uh, using that as as a form of differentiating themselves I mean um, there are a couple of people that come there's a company called dbrand they make like really cool phone skins but they went for that radical approach as well where they are like hey we're just going to be the worst social media account you you have ever seen um and use that as a way of differentiating ourselves in terms of how we project our image to the people out there and i think it's worked for them but it's also one of those things that contributes to the toxicity of um of the digital space, which ah, I don't know if it will go away, but um, yeah, it's, it's there (laughs) and it's real. Yeah. It's it's, it's a pain and a pestilence to be honest. Um, And it's kind of, I don't know about you guys, but it's kind of like a consequenceless life that um, people act this way, especially with nameless accounts because they feel like there's no consequences behind their actions. Um, And the weird thing is that, there might not be any immediate repercussions to what you've done, 
but it's always good to remember, especially if you're, if you're tearing someone down, if you're trying to be the worst, the worst, that there is another person at the end of this line. Like, yeah. mm. you don't know what they what you've done to their day. You don't know what they're experiencing. You know, what their week has been like, what their day has been like, what their last 30 minutes has been like. So you then giving them this thing, a faceless person on the internet, making a critique and then crashing this whole person's world. And mental health is already a mess right now. Like we've all been cooped up and, you know, walking restrictively. We can't do the things we're used to having to adapt to like different things. So like, if if you're going to do that, like at the very least, think of what you're going to do with the other person. Like, is this little immediate validation you're going to get from, from posting whatever it is going to make you feel better? And if it's about celebs, like the thing with celebs who do this kind of stuff, it's by commenting on their accounts, you are giving them what they want. You're giving them that engagement. So if you think you're trying to be the right and honorable person here, you're not. You're pretty much just feeding them what they need, the engagement. All they look at are the stats. How many people commented? Good or bad, they don't care. It's just, you know, who interacted with this and how did they, like like I said, like, like before, fame and infamy are the same thing now. You the, the benefits are the same. It's not like, okay, I can't say way back when, but it's not like times where there was a little bit more honor than now. Not saying that these days aren't honorable mm. or they aren't honorable people, but yeah, like just just be conscientious of what what you're posting, what is what it's going to say, and if you're directing it to someone, like it's better to have the balls to DM them, like about your opinion, and have it out in private rather than having it on a on on, on you know on a timeline where you can just disappear, or you can just mm. you know be separated by the buffer of the torrents of of the comments, and I, and I feel most for celebrities who are just trying to do their own thing and they're not really concerned about this and they just get flagged because people just hate on them for whatever reason um yeah yeah no i i definitely agree with you guys and i i love this conversation um uh, i mean me being a, a digital content producer you know we've also been trying to figure out like for example if we have a very educative environment show we're going to have you know like a few hundreds tuning in um but if we get any celebrity with controversy coming in studio we're going to have over ten thousand people actually watching and tuning in. And I mean, just going back to what you guys were talking about in terms of um, validation and how does it make the next person feel? I think definitely this generation, I'm very, very worried because what they consider to be valuable on, on social media isn't really what's on the ground. I think, and that's something I've always told myself, um, because if if someone posts, you know, something, a, a random joke or a criticism to someone, they can get 10K views. But for example, if I'm going, like, for example, um, I have a wildlife conservation show or a development show. If I'm going to talk about, um, uh, let's say, you know, we've been looking at um, the impacts of Cyclone I it's two years now and what has been done, you'll get five likes. But it is what it is. And it says a lot about, you know, the sort of um, young people that we have. Are they paying attention to the things that matter most? Or it's just social media has just become a playing ground where people just have a good time and they don't focus on what they're saying. They don't consider each other's feelings. So it's really up to you as an individual to protect yourself at the end of the day. Yeah. 
but it shouldn't be like an each man for himself, God for us all situation. Like I, 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 I don't, I don't enjoy that. I don't know about you, Ed. Like, uh, do you like this wild west <laughs> life we're living online? <laughs> it's crazy, man. Like, it it gets to a point where, even as an individual, you're like, you know what? Let me just try positive vibes and see where it goes. Because, um, at least if I influence one or two, three people to go on the same positive vibes train that I'm on, it's it it might make it better. It might make things better. But yeah, like going at it alone whew, yeah it's it, it it won't work because it's you're just fighting too much of it for you to put a a significant or a, a noticeable dent in the right direction so yeah like oof. i mean it starts with you but um you also need a squad that can relate and influence as well the the right things to do or at least the healthy things to do yeah Mm. um just going back to um what you're both saying i mean um i I think the toxic nature of social media isn't only to the next person like for example yes you're going to criticize the next person or you're going to say bad things to the next person Um, the toxic nature starts from within because for example um, we've had a lot of young people even killing themselves over posts that they've seen on social media because they feel like they're not good enough. And now in order for them to feel good enough, they need to have a hundred likes or a thousand likes in order for them to um, you know, feel fully accepted by the community, which is extremely toxic. I think that's the first thing. Um, secondly, you know, um, being toxic mentally um when it comes to young people actually um saying that okay i need to look good on social media i always tell my little sisters this story i had a friend of mine who used to look amazing on social media and then there's a point where we're like oh no we should catch up you know let's let's have a lunch or whatever Mm. and you know she always she we call it slaying right and she's slaying (laughs) it and all of that and then eventually um we meet up and you know um you know, we have lunch, we order something nice. And at the end of the day, I had to pay the bill because she literally didn't have anything. But, you know, um, she, on social media, it's like, you know, do that much, you know? So, <laughs> you know? I mean, basically needs catering for the bill because she's looking fly all the time. She's looking good. You know, she's getting all those likes. And I think that's another thing. Likes don't necessarily mm. turn into mental health, well-being. Likes do not uh, turn into putting food on the table, mm. which is something that young people do not understand. And I'm okay with getting five likes or 10 likes, you know, mm. as long as I'm, I'm, I'm reaching out to the right target market. And I think it's, it's a process, but we need to understand that the toxic nature starts from you as an individual, you know? Mm. Oh yeah, I totally vibe with that. Like there is that never ending pursuit of um, self, uh, of, of validation from social media. If I do this and enough people like it, then yes, um, I have arrived or something. And it, it can even end up being a, a, a deeper cycle of 
-hmm. in the event where you don't get the amount of validation that you were expecting from whatever it is that you've posted. Now you're like, oh, so I'm not good enough. So I'm not. And then you, you, you level up on how extreme you're going to be in the next post, just so that that validation that you're looking for comes through. And it, as you rightfully say, unique, it, it comes from within. Just be cool with who you are, man. Like you eat, and then you start working from there. Otherwise, yeah, like uh, there, there are some some certain posts that give you that peer pressure. Flip. This is the squad that I went with to school, and look at where they at now, man. They're yeah. balling. I mean, you're just looking on social media, like these guys are balling. This person just took a just took a trip in like a a tour of Southern Africa in like a week. And you're like, bam, did we learn together? You know, so you get a bit of that peer pressure from that. And if you are not content with who you are, why you are there and what you are working on it at an individual level, and that stuff is going to affect you to a point where you now have to go to extremes to try and, and sort of match what you're seeing from others and yeah that that just adds a lot to the toxicity now it's like um what unique was saying about priorities like the like i'm i've been listening to us talk uh listening to us as we're talking and i've i've just realized something that someone out there is probably thinking oh these people are preaching to us listen the thing about life is no matter how different things are from era to era there are things that matter number one what you project is not necessarily who you are and not, ne- not necessarily what you have in terms of value, in terms of assets and, and, and money. I know money is, is, is kind of being demonized these days, but it's important. You need it to exist. So projecting something that you're not is, is yeah, is, is not the best way to go about it or to make it look like you're somewhere where you aren't. Like they used to say, fake it till you make it. It doesn't really work now because people can catch you out quite easily. And it, it, it lessens the value lessens your value as a person when you do that because people then know that this is a facade that is holding that is um uh, shielding the rest of us from whatever insecurities and problems this person is going through so if you aren't if you aren't living who you are then then what are you doing like it, there's no point to um like i i get that there are people who like I, I follow a lot of visual artists and photographers and models and stuff like that and they do it simply because it's their art and i get that from the jump, they let you know that this page is just simply to celebrate who I am and what I am. And I'm cool with that. And it's, you know, like, I like some of them. They kind of give you descriptions of the sets they were on, et cetera, and things like that. And then you see the other pages and you're like, this person is trying to flex. And there's nothing wrong with flexing, but flex if you have it. Like, I can never mm. flex a six pack because I'm growing quite the, you know, interesting pot belly these days. <laughs> My dad bod is coming in really nicely, but it's, it's, you can't, you can't project what you don't have. And it, it, the whole fakeness, again, Ed, you mentioned Instagram at the beginning. Instagram, there's a subreddit uh, called um, Instagram Reality, where mm. to f- combat, or I think it's part of the reason is to combat the uh, lack of body positivity that young, some, some young women have, or most young women, I think, is they go and they mm. post these pictures from these celebrities and they deconstruct and tell you what to look for. So if it's been photoshopped, then they let you know, oh yeah, by the way, you know what, floors don't bend like that. So that just tells you that the people, a lot of what was done in like in in uh, in in post. So mm-hmm. that has actually been really helpful for people to see that no, what you're seeing online is not what it is. 
they're projecting mm. something they're not. So be comfortable with who you are. If you feel like changing who you are, do it, but do it for yourself. Not because you're, yeah. you're doing it for the likes. If you're comfortable with who you are, listen, um, uh, they say don't don't ever go out looking for something. The more you chase after it, the more it runs away. If you're looking for something and you walk, if you work hard enough at it, it will find you or mm. you will find it. This whole trying to be who you aren't online is is it's very fleeting. Um, and again, we should all know that we're only young for a bit a short period of time. So I'm not saying people who are young and who are beautiful can't display who they are. Knock yourself out. But it mm-hmm. comes to a point where you then begin to fabricate to project things that you aren't. That it's become becomes an issue, especially if you have a, if you have a massive account or platform, because believe it or not, now you have some sort of responsibility yeah. of what you post. Yeah. So yeah, be careful mm. out there. Mm. No, um, you're very right, um, Valentine, and I think that's that's why I'm, you know, I'm constantly trying to um, educate or help young people as I, of course, uh, educate myself along the way. Is you know, just really understand why you're posting certain things online. At the end of the day, I mean. Are you trying to build a certain career for yourself? And I really believe that social media, um, there's this movie, I'm forgetting its name, Netflix. It's it's sort of a documentary on social media. I think it's called The Social Factor. I'm not not so sure. But anyway, I'll let you guys know. But um, we have these um, uh, former executives of Instagram, of Pinterest, of of Facebook actually coming, you know, just really talking about um, the, the fact that social media wasn't Initially, it wasn't designed for people to be so toxic and uh, to be vain at the end of the day. You know, social media can play a key role in making a difference. You know, if, you know, real information is sent out there about COVID-19, it can make a difference in someone's life. You know, you can actually start a business on social media. So it's, it's not like, you know, we're saying young people should stop using social media, but it's why are you posting on social media at the end of the day? Does it make you feel good that you're attacking the next person? But will that make your life any perfect at the end of the day? I mean, that second might, you know, seem very great when people are retweeting and they're liking your post um but what's really happening within yourself you're spending so much time on social media instead of developing yourself as a young person are you uh creating a business on social media if if it's if it's that case then you know yeah go ahead and do that but um really understand why i think every every decision that we make in life it's really about asking yourself that key question. Why am I making this move? Have I really thought about this? Should I be posting this and, and all that? Mm. And, and, and then yeah. there was silence. I was expecting Ed to come in. And then he just came. They do this all the time. They just leave this awkward silence. In the all, middle. all the time. Yeah, because, you know, it's, it's fun leaving yeah. you hanging. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, like um, it's 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 supposed to be a safe place, and sadly, it's not all for the wrong reasons. And I think it's 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 also um, I don't know demoral, not demoralizing, but in a way, it's not what the creators expected it to be, or saw it being in the near future or the distant futures. Uh, it being such a toxic place where. You know, a lot of people that kind of makes sense, 
will actually tell you that hey, I'm not really on social media because it doesn't really add value to me. I'd rather I'd rather maintain my my mental health by staying away from it. I would prefer just meeting people in person. I would prefer um, going out there physically and actually experiencing the world rather than through social media because of how toxic it is and to some extent how fake it's be it's becoming with people just um, showcasing the type of lifestyle that they feel they would want to have but it's not really what they have it's yeah it's it's, it's crazy out there but yeah mm. some work needs to be done yeah, some hard work actually think about what unique said a while back about like she uh, ran a con- conservation program or an education program and then get one like or you know 10 100 views or something like that and i think that's that's the thing uh you know when you're talking about that show about people who the creators of social media or people who worked in social media coming in to talk and then saying um it wasn't intended to be this um because i can imagine that the first days when we were when i was in high five back in high school it was just a, a way to connect people uh high five in my space mm. i sound really old it was like a way to connect people and it was a way to share information um, and I think one of the intended purposes was the quick dissemination of information from, you know, pub, uh, publications and stuff like that. I think that was one of the other intended uses for it, I think, as it developed, as, as companies t- began to take it seriously. Because now, like, a good, a good portion of the news breaks on Twitter and then starts permeating everywhere else. Because I, I have notifications on, like, for news publications to check what's going on. So most of it breaks there. And then, you know, I think that was the, the intended use of it. But I think as it went on, and I like this quote when people say that um, the limitation of any weapon is its user. I can imagine when they see mm. back then, if they could go back then when they were kids or when they were younger creating these platforms and what they are now. Yeah, the, the users they gave the platforms just, yeah, they, they went to town on it because the amount of meaningful posts, uh, meaningful again is relative to anyone, like things that mean or hold sentiment or some sort of value to you, um, to the nonsense. I think it's, I'm going to be conservative here and say 90% nonsense, 10% meaningful. And very <laughs> few times we come and rally together for, for, for meaningful causes, because especially in Zim, it, it's all a hubbub when it's something controversial. When it's something meaningful, like the Patriot Bill, like um, amendments to the Constitution, cybersecurity data protection bill, when it's things like that, everybody's quiet, nobody cares. But these are things that actually really affect you. And aren't you seeing what people are doing in social media abroad? Like the Americans mobilized the Black Lives Matter movement to being one of the biggest movements internationally. We saw NSARS being one of the biggest uh, social media movements um, on Africa. Why aren't we doing that? Yeah. Why aren't we looking at the things we should be caring about? Like Cyclone Die. why aren't we doing donations? It's been years. Yeah, so people are yeah, still living outside. Yeah. Why aren't we mobilizing yeah. donations? Like, guys, hey, let's start up a GoFundMe or something or, or you know, a, a, a Kickstarter. Let's, you know, mobilize to get these people homes and housings. You know, this is how you create organizations in Zimbabwe community organizations there's so like i was seeing this thing on i think it was new zimbabwe of uh, mm-hmm. of a school that the community came together to build school blocks like they didn't need social media to do that they just identified a need so now we are on these platforms and we have all this access to these people who can come across it we all follow someone who follows someone who's in another country and a message can spread if it's done right so why aren't we using it for the right purposes why are we focusing on things that don't really matter like things that things that will go like you know, I, I, I'm sorry to say this name because I have a I have a special dislike for them. If the Kardashians do something, it breaks the internet. 
Mm-hmm. But if 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 our if, mm. if if our if if our freedoms and whatnot are being repressed, not even on a national level, on an international level, because we can say what we want about the government, but these um, big tech companies have problems of their own too. They're things that they're stealing from us, our information that we're not really conscious about. How are we being protected from those kind of things? Now that's got the kind of stuff that should really cause a wave, but because most people are desensitized, I guess they're just like, eh, you know what? Why? For what? It's it's what's it going to give me? It's weird, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um. I, I mean, uh, when we're discussing about social media, um, it's quite interesting that a lot of people have actually started, well, a few people, well, millions actually have started quitting social media. Some say um, it helps them sleep better. Some say it it helps them, you know, be fully in touch with reality, you know, um, mm-hmm. because every minute and every second, I, I have a friend of mine, she's phenomenal. I think she's been on a, a sabbatical social media for about two months now. Oh. Um, and I really admire her because the, 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 the sort of peace that she has, she's not worried about who's posting what or, or who's saying what. And it's quite interesting that we even have some cybersecurity experts saying that it, it's shocking how um, social media has a, such an impact on us. But I think it just goes back to when you are on social media, what are you looking for at the end of the day? Are you looking for opportunities? Are you Googling about self-development or, you know, you're looking at who did this and who was wearing this and who said this. And I think it's just a lot, if you know what I mean. Mm. The first thing Mm. when you wake up, you are looking at your phone, you're already going on your social media, you're looking at your updates, which isn't a bad thing at all. and the last thing you hold isn't a book or you're not meditating or you're not, you know, just reflecting back on the day and saying, what did I achieve and what can I do better? Um, but you're looking at your phone again and you're looking at who's wearing the nicest clothes and who's saying this on Twitter. So it, it's a lot. It's a lot. Mm. It's a lot, a lot. And it's, and it's, strange. A lot. it's strange that... Um, some people can process all of that or that actually becomes their life. Like, you know, being, you know, keyed in so much with social media um, becomes your life. I tried leaving. I left Facebook. Um, I think I left in 2015 and I only came back last year because I needed my, my Facebook account to use the, the, the company Facebook account. So I never go to Facebook and look up anything. Like I find, I, I don't like Facebook because I think, um, it one like it 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 was the early hit of people being who they aren't when you know the person. Like I know you're being fake. Like I know who you are, and I've known you for years, and <laughs> this is kind of not who you are. So it's, it's not that I didn't like that. It's kind of like, yeah, when you see the comments and people interacting, like, Ish, if you guys really knew, and that whole thing of people faking their lives, and uh, and a part of it, I think I should be honest, is that uh, when I was younger, I was a lot jealous of people who were making more progress than I was, because at that point I hadn't gone to the point that I was like, you know, what, you're running your own race. This is your own journey. Yeah. Um, so when I was younger, I didn't have that in my head to be like, yeah, this person has done this. Yeah, that's their journey. It's not yours. There's no reason for you to be envious of it. It's not an indictment of your work up until now. It's just how it is. So just do your thing. So when I went back to it, when, when I was using the company, I can actually scroll now comfortably because I know, hey, Brad, listen, we're all, we're, we all have different aims and goals. We can never juxtapose one, one person's life to another. So I'm more comfortable with Facebook now. Twitter, not so much because, yeah. I know people on Twitter who I don't enjoy. I, I mostly go on Reddit because that's where I get my news. That's where I get opinion. That's where I get my memes. So 
I pretty much love Reddit. Tumblr sometimes because there's some people who write some very interesting stories on Tumblr. So um, it's the occasional once a month that I go there just check on, you know, story writers and creators and artists that I usually follow. Uh, Instagram, I hate because reels, like reels will kill your time. Like I, I once tried to understand what reels were about <laughs> and like literally an hour went by and I was like, what just happened? Like, exactly. yeah. Yep, yep. Uh, Instagram is crazy. Actually, I admire the fact that you're able to like leave a platform and be like, um, I'm cool with it. Like there's no FOMO involved. Um, we meet to part and we part to meet. So it was, for me, it was more of a reduced activity on the platform. So like used to be really active on Facebook, like just scrolling through, especially when they added like, I think it was a videos feature, just a, a watch feature where you could just go there and just start watching a bunch of videos. And it was all well and good up until the recommendations started bringing up uh, stuff that's not really in my area of interest. And instead of like working on the algorithm, I was like, yeah, well, it is what it is. So reduced activity there. Instagram, I totally agree with you. Reels, reels are crazy, man. Like, mm-hmm. um, yeah, reels, reels and if you combine that with IGTV it's crazy but with Instagram I think I'm more comfortable there because I follow the stuff that I'm interested in and it's not really people in fact it's not people at all it's just brands that I follow that I just check out what they're doing and yeah it's cool I like it I I get to catch up I get to see what's new out there and um also for the memes twitter twitter well yeah twitter the only reason why i open twitter is so that i can check notifications for the guys that i follow and then i immediately leave <laughs> like we're not scrolling the feed there we're just did, did anyone significant post something new okay cool and then i'm out um and it's so with WhatsApp, well, with WhatsApp, I can't escape it because um, I have to moderate these guys. Otherwise, they joke. will, you know, <laughs> things will get out of hand. <laughs> yeah. But uh, but it's it, it's it's building the mental capacity to filter the stuff because um, as much as I'm forced by my job to be on social and peruse everything to make sure that um, everything's okay and on on all these platforms Um, there is also a very strong filter that kind of separates the stuff that matters from the stuff that doesn't to a point where you know you can you can maintain a certain level of sanity even though you are in a constant bombardment of social media. So um, it's one of those things that I don't know if everyone can build that, but it's something that I'm grateful to have been able to build up because it helps. It helps a lot uh, being able to stay sane with what happens on social. Mm, No, I I completely agree with you. I think um, that's the, the sort of balance that we need in our lives. Um, well, I know I can survive without social media for um, a day or two, but because of my work, I can't be um, 
I can't spend too much time away from social media because, you know, um, you have to constantly keep updating people. You are a, a digital content producer and people are watching um, online. But I know that, um, you know, there are specific hours where you, you decide that, do I want to be on social media right now? Do I not want to be on social media? You have that sort of control. And I think that's what we just really need as young people, as people in general. We just need that certain control, asking yourself the key questions to why am I posting this? Is this relevant? Do I need to be on social media right now? Maybe I should rest. Maybe I should spend time with um, my family. I was actually speaking to my little sister yesterday. Um, and this is like, she's 10 years younger than me. And she was posting um, a good night on her status. And I was like, but I didn't get a good night. So why is the rest of the world getting a good night? You know, and I think um, we need to just constantly um, remind each other, especially, you know, even at home, sometimes at the end of the day, you don't end up speaking to the people in the same house because you're constantly interacting with people online who you don't even know if they're being uh, real and if, if if they're showing their true colors so you can't come and say good night to your own sister um but you can post to the whole world and say good night and so i think yeah no these are serious conversations we definitely have to uh keep having reminding each other that we need to move away from this toxic nature yeah most definitely um so uh i promised you it'll be an hour she's had a crazy day uh, Ed has as well. I can go on forever because I have no life. Uh, but these guys <laughs> get back to. Uh, so thank you very much, Unique, for joining us. Um, we should do this again sometime. Not into yes, I I loved it. I think it was very very refreshing. I really had um, a great time with you guys. Thank you so much, Valentine and Ed. Very insightful uh, conversation. And yeah, no, let's let's do it some other time. All right. Uh, and to everyone and Ed, uh, we'll see you again soon-ish. I don't know when the next one will be, so soon-ish. Soon consistency <laughs> deserves loyalty, uh, right. Valentine. So right. le let's be consistent. All right, we'll, we'll, we'll try to be consistent. So it's been the first episode <laughs> in like two weeks, I think. No, three weeks. So yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So we'll, we'll try to keep it every yes. week. Awesome. All right, bye-bye. Bye. 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 bye.